we want to continue our teaching on the need for us to become so witness. Bible says that Jesus came to seek and to save the lost. And in 1 Corinthians 3, 9, the Bible says that God has made us to be uh, co-workers or laborers together with God. And if we are co-laborers together with him, then it means that whatever he is doing, we must become partakers of that. And what God is primarily doing is to save his people from destruction. And that's why he sent his son Jesus to come and die on the cross. John 316, one of the greatest scripture in the Bible. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And Amen. Amen. And so, God has given us salvation through Christ. And we need to propagate this good news. And so in Mark 1615, Jesus said, Go ye into all the world and preach this gospel, this good news about the fact that I came to live and died for the sins of men and I am risen, I'm alive forevermore. And anyone who receives me, that person will receive eternal life. Because in John 1 12, the Bible says that, in fact, John 1 11 and 12, and these are scriptures you must know. Bible says he came unto his own, but his own received him not. But as many as received him, he gave them the power, the right of attorney to become the children of God. Can I have an amen? Amen. Na yesu ka se monko ka me hu ensa mi nkire wona ayira se me baba wui se wo benya enkwagye na okasi so se wona eji dodua eji ni di ye no o ma won tumi se omeye onyankopon ema. So we started learning about the various reasons why we should become so winners. And the first reason was that it is the greatest mandate and it is the greatest commission God has given to us. Matthew 28, 18 to 20. Number two, that we are called to this great work of soul winning. So every Christian, the moment you are born, you must, uh, I mean, the moment you, you become a Christian, you must know that you've been inscripted into the army of God. And so 
automatically you have become a soul winner. And if you look at our vision, our vision as a church is to, it's according to the mandate that the Lord has given to us, to preach Christ to every soul and build Christ-centered churches globally. Say it with me. Preach Christ to every every soul soul and build Christ-centered churches globally. So you realize that, I mean, preaching Christ to every soul, not looking for a rich person, not looking for somebody who seems to be well-dressed, not looking for somebody who's also poor, not looking for somebody who looks fantastic, not looking for somebody who lives in America or Europe. Every soul is a soul and is precious to God. And that soul needs to be preached to that Jesus Christ will get into their hearts. Can I have an amen? Amen. You miss a place to give God a hand of praise. <laughs> And then our mission is winning souls each day at all costs. Every institution have a mission. The mission is what they do on a daily basis. So when you take a company like Nestle, they produce milk, they produce Milo, and stuff like that. And they got the machinery, that a conveyor belt that produces it on a daily basis. They don't put off their machine in the same, in the same way. To, the day they put off their machine means that there's going to be shortage of milk. And we also must put on our soul winning machine to produce souls so that there will not be inadequacy of souls in the kingdom of God. And factories will tell you that when they shut up their machine, it's actually, it's more, de- more expensive shutting off the machine every week or every day and then starting it. So when they start, they don't shut it off. And you see, when you also don't keep winning souls and now you try to, you know, revive yourself, it's difficult. So the key thing is keep doing it. And as you're doing it, it becomes smoother for you and it becomes, you know, part of you and uh, God is also going to bless you. Amen. And in some nations, realize that when they get to 18 and above, they are also inscripted into their military. Anytime there's an issue, all of them will get on board. Amen. To fight, and we, the moment you get born again and you learn the fundamentals of the Christian faith, you have also been inscripted into the army of God. So you must get involved in that spiritual warfare in winning souls for the kingdom of God. Amen. Can I have an amen? Amen. 
Asasa brebia ya babe ya a Christopher one ya wuse a kreyi and in 2 Corinthians 5 18 the Bible says that we have been given the ministry of reconciliation Second Corinthians chapter 5 let's start from the verse number 17 let's start from verse number 17 if any man be in Christ are you in Christ that's what I'm in Christ he's a new creation a, a new creation. So it's, I'm a new creation. The Bible says, All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. And the verse 18 says that this is what now that you are, you are in Christ, this is, this is your job description. The Bible says, All things are of God who has reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ and has given to us the ministry of reconciliation. That means that through us uh, now, so from today, you must know that through you, people are to be reconciled to the Lord. So you, have, you are a minister of reconciliation. Akufuado, President Akufuado, may not have appointed you, but you, you have a divine appointment. A higher level appointment. Amen. Oh, you didn't say me. Amen. 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 And you see, President Akufuado can appoint you for a year, can appoint you for four years or whatever, but God's appointment for you is forever. Just my kind of just we minister. Now who minister we you know? And yet Akufuado abiding and it won't so. Amen. Amen. Just about I'm a very important person. I am a minister of reconciliation. The ministry I am in. Is the ministry of reconciliation. It is the best one. It is the only ministry that reconciles the heart of men with the heart of God. Amen. The minister of lands and natural resources does not connect the heart of men to the heart of God. The minister of education does not connect the heart of men to the heart of God. Are you getting me? But it is only the minister of reconciliation who is able to connect the heart of men with the heart of God. Amen. Minister, ah, or share addition, so, and then minister, crowd, or share minds, and then God, Niaman, so no, or no, uncle, and Nipa, crown, and Yankopon, dear mom. Now, your ministry, with portfolio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so and so we said in Ephesians 2:10 that you have been called unto a good work. Tell somebody it's a good work. But, say we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works. Amen. Which he has before ordained that we should walk in them. So you see, the you were ordained to do this good work. So before you were born, God had ordained that one day you become born again. And after being born again, that is the work that has been determined for you to do. So listen to me. 
despite any business you are doing, any job you are doing, the one that God determined that you must do is the, uh, is, the, is the business of winning souls, being partners together with God so that you will draw people into his kingdom. Can I have an amen? Amen. And you don't do it once, you do it on a daily basis. That's why our mission is what? Winning souls each day at all costs. Someone say, at all costs. It means that it's going to cost you something. Can I have an amen? amen. It's going to cost you something to do the work. Hallelujah. Amen. You That's ministry you see that people become joyful. Is that right? They are, they are happy. You know, when a doctor is able to help a patient go, you know, be able to overcome a, 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 a disease, they are happy. When a lawyer is able to win a case, they are happy. When an engineer is able to solve some engineering problems, they are happy. And they become energized to do more. So when you become a soul winner, we become energized to do, I mean, you become spiritually energized. That's the next one. Amen. Yeah, so you become a soul winner. It gives you great joy and energizes you as a Christian. So we say great joy. And that you can find that in Luke chapter 10, verse 1 to 3 and 17. I've done that already. I'm just only recapping for the sake of those who, are, who have not been around. Amen. And then the next one is that when we. We, we win souls, it prevents infighting. You see, uh, church splits and infighting. Eh? It stops petty quarrels and gossiping because we have an assignment. You know, we haven't finished what we are doing. So you see that because we, there is something, there's an objective, there is something for us to do, we have no time to quarrel. So anybody, every Christian who is quarreling around, looking around, you come to church, look at somebody's word. You are describing people's dresses, you are describing whatever. It means that you are not really focused because if you are focused, you have no time to go and quarrel with others. And last week we said finally that when you become a soul winner, it generates divine support and protection. So you receive a divine support. God himself supports you and also you receive protection from the Lord. Can I have an amen? Amen. In John chapter 4 verse 36, we read the fact that the reaper receives wages. That means that the one who reaps souls, yeah, the one who reaps souls, the one who works for, for Nestle to produce milk, at the end of the day gets wages. Amen. And so anybody who works for anybody at the end 
of the month or for an end of a certain period receives wages. So when you reap souls, you win souls. Every soul you win, God is a businessman. He said, I'm in the business of winning souls. So the people I employ and the, or the people that are, you know, just get involved in my business, I will pay them. Can I have an amen? And that's the reason why in Mark chapter 10, verse 28 to 30, 30 Peter said, Lord, we've left all to follow you. And Jesus said, you know, guy, there's no one who leaves father and mother for my sake. And the sake of my gospel, that who go unrewarded, but on earth will receive houses, lands, fathers, brothers, sisters. Can I have an amen? amen? That means that whatever you leave in order to be able to serve him, he blesses you. No wonder by the grace of God, you see that preachers are blessed. Now, okay. They are blessed. They are not thieves. Most of you see preachers as thieves. Yesterday, for instance, when we we're going to have the program out there, I was sitting in a car and I was overhearing somebody, hey, don't mind the churches. You know, people get up and go and give their money to them and they'll give the pastors and the pastors are reaching themselves. You know? And I just had to brace myself and not to say a word to this guy because I could, I could just hear an ignorambus talking and that the barking of my dog is better for me to hear than to listen to this ignorambus. Who doesn't know what goes on in churches? Who doesn't know the help, the hope that churches give to people? That some of the people are about to swallow some tablets and finish themselves. And there are people that the churches, listen to me, churches by the grace of God in this country are the most, the best organized institutions. And you see through the churches, people are giving hope through churches. People are saved through churches. People get employment. They have many, many of our mega churches. Some of them are employing 200 people. Some more. Government cannot do all of that. Are you getting me? They're talking about mass work and all those kinds of things in order to get people to be employed. And people get up. And unfortunately, it's the same Christians who just get up and go and say a whole lot of horrible things. But if you get close, you realize that, especially for first generation churches, the pastors themselves put in a lot. Because if you, you see, maybe you haven't started a business before, but if you start a business, you see that you yourself, you push things and you push them. You forgo a lot of things for the business to stand. Can I have an amen? So when you see a man of God doing the work of God, the least you could ever do is to appreciate the person, pray for the person, hold the hands of the person and say, brother, keep on keeping on. Brother, bless, bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Can I have an amen? Yes. Baby. Yeah. Baby, we are Jumabia, a whole and I and me Jumansua, or Yan Coupon, as a man can just or Bamons, I say, I fear a dying and near hood war. It is the Hunya mean the pastor of Nanyan Coupon, Estra, no, no, I yell the foie. Ma and my young Casaca sent you, I said, dear Papa Casa, what is so be, Sabi, or Bunisa, or your Cassia, if you said, Nia, not Okitano, or who said, Yena, no, and Cabby, and he won't suit their crystal force. That my Methodist people say is that eh, do the work of God. Is that if you are, if you are not you doing the work me. of God, and how do your own goals own well? So what are you doing? You are not doing the work of God. Hallelujah. Are you following me? 
So if you can have confidence in a human being to go and join, become partners in their company, hoping that things will work well for you, why not join the company of God? And he's going to take care of you. He'll bless you with a good marriage. He'll bless you with lovely children. He'll bless you with a wonderful family. It shall be well with you. It doesn't mean that there may not be challenges, but through, through all the changing scenes of life and through the twists and turns of life, the Lord will cause you to surmount the difficulties and at the end of the day, you will say in 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14, thanks be to God who always causes us to triumph in Christ Jesus. You will triumph, you will win because you are on the side of a winning team. And he also deliver you from evil. Hallelujah. Amen. Isaiah 54, verse number 17. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Every tongue that rises up in judgment you shall condemn. For this is the heritage, not of those who come and sit in church, but this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. Listen, a man's servant is very important to him. Sometimes they are even more important to him than his own biological children. Because if you are biological children and you send them, then they won't go and they won't help you in whatever you are doing. Then what is their use? Amen. Amen. That's why you can see somebody who probably is a, goes into a home as a house help, houseboy, has and, and ends up becoming a family member because of the help. Because he's always there for daddy and mommy and things. And sometimes the children rather when they send them, they won't go. But this person does everything. So that that person now becomes a child. <laughs> Can I have an amen? Yes. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Now the next one is you must be a soul winner to prevent you from polishing the same coins over and over again. To stop you from polishing the same coins over and over again. Luke chapter 15 verse 8 to 10. Let's read together. Luke 15, 8 to 10. It says, Either what woman having ten pieces of silver, if she lose one piece, doth not light a candle and sweep the house and seek diligently till she find it. And when she has found it, she calls her friends and her neighbors together, saying, Rejoice with me, for I have found the peace which I had lost. Likewise, I say unto you, there is, read this portion with me, likewise, I say unto you, there is what? Joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner that repents. Hallelujah. Amen. So that means that when you preach for a sinner to get repented, there is joy in heaven. There is joy by the angels of God. Oh, you miss a place to give God a hand of praise and a shout of rain. The lost coin is the dying soul. 
Nguno. And then the nine other pieces of silver, they are the established members in the church. But you see, most of the time, what we do is that we keep polishing the nine pieces. But we neglect the lost soul. We neglect the dying souls. So every time we are organizing programs to make ourselves happy. We are fixing ourselves up. Preacher, prophesy to me. Tell me that I'm going to have a wonderful home. Preach to me about prosperity. Preach to me that it's going to be well with me. And we are sitting down, we are not doing anything. But God wants us to go and look for the lost soul. Listen, it's a very painful thing when you lose something. But when you're able to find it, you see a certain joy comes to your heart. Can I have an amen? Amen. And God wants us to go and look for the lost souls. Can I have an amen? Amen. Instead of keeping on with the old kind of things, same messages, preacher, preach to me, preacher, massage us, massage our backs, preacher, tell us just what we want to hear. Can I have an amen? Amen. So God is expecting us to use our time, our talents, and our treasure to be able to seek the lost souls and bring them into the kingdom of God. And every work that you are doing is supposed to be a ministry to advertise Christ. So if you are into a hospitality ministry or business, that out of that business, Christ. You see, people must come to your restaurant, come to your hotel, come to whatever you are doing, and know that you are a Christian. You see, you are using that as a platform because every business attracts people. And so through that business, you will advertise Christ unto the people. <laughs> Can I have an amen? Amen. And if you are in this church, you must know that our mission is to win souls each day at all costs. Our vision is to preach Christ to every soul. It means that if you are in the choir, you are first a you say you are a Christian singer, not a, a you know not a, a singing Christian. You are you, if you are an usher, eh, you are you are a Christian usher. You are a Christian. You see. The word Christian is an adjective, and an adjective describes a noun. Are you getting me? And the, the, and the description means that you are doing something. So you must be a Christian. Can I have an amen? In your home, you must be seen as a Christian. The way you talk, the way you behave, the way you do everything. So that when people look at your life, they say that, Ah! We know this guy to be like this in this area. 
but now he has changed. What happened? We want to follow his God, we want to follow her God. That is a testimony. When I go to first year at the uni, the people will be singing profane songs and all those things. And these guys, you know, when you go to university first year, I don't know now, but it's like you have entered the free world. You know, and people are doing all kinds of things. And even Christians, those who used to be SU, you see them going to sleep in somebody's room, do all kinds of things. But this guy, no, no, he had looked at me, and I, after our FU, that's the first university exams, I was going to somewhere to move to go and preach. And he, he met me at uh, Kumasi State Transport. Then the first thing he said is that, when we get one to be your friend, eh? I want to be your friend and I want to follow your God. Yes. Yeah, Papa say, Sawuko University, ya first year, no, as a walk for a Riasia Fahu, dear Woho, a Bimukromoya S. You for a Koya and Yama and Fata. Nasena, a new or Bemabi of Shanepa, a TW Oko Fat Transport, a Quako Kenya Miasem, or Nishia no say, Ora, Miss Row, see a Kusuku and Pesamia were down for. He had seen something. Well, who be? And truly, when school reopened, he came to my room. And I preached Christ to him. And I told him, i Holy Ghost baptism for you. And when we set a particular day, I didn't ask him to fast. He fasted from morning to about 9 o'clock when we were going to have the meeting. And he got filled with the Holy Spirit. And became anointed Paul on campus. Preaching the word of the Lord. Amen. And up to now, he preaches the word of God. He holds a PhD and he's lecturing and he's, he's using that as a platform to advertise Christ. To his students. <laughs> when we were in six form and I became school prefect, I decided to use that as a platform to, to be able to minister to the students. Because if S, SPs, senior prefect, me, me, our time, we are wearing blue shirt, it's not your wasi something, SH something, whatever. You do O level, and by the time we are doing A level, you are, some have started shaving. And then when you are you now, you come and you wear your blue shirt. And then SP comes to stand there and say, everybody, cutlery down, cutlery down. Let me say, you have to stop eating. I'm coming to give announcement, everybody. Yes. SP talking and you are eating. You don't eat like that. You have to stop. Are you getting me? Yeah. And we utilize that to be able to preach Christ to them. But the time that we left, last week, one of my, the guys, he, he came, was in Germany. He came to sit in a church quietly. <laughs> he came to see me here. Uh, one of the people was in, 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 my, in my singing group. Listen to me. The opportunity God has given to you, never waste it. Make sure that through that, somebody comes to know Jesus as their Lord and their Savior. Can I have an amen? Amen. Yeah, Papa say, boys prefect. boys prefect, bad dining hall. Now, now, come do said no say. Oh, 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 
Now, what you chairman, Amen. Amen. And listen to me every day, people are dying and going to hell. You see, today, Ghana, we are so blessed. In fact, the Anglophone countries are more blessed spiritually than the Francophone countries. We are, we, are, we are more spiritual because we had, you know, the French people didn't go evangelizing, but the, you know, the Swiss went around evangelizing. That's why we've got Basel missions, we've got missions from uh, a Bremen mission from Germany, and these guys from the cold environment came to Ghana into mosquito-infested regions, and they were dying. When you go to the, the mountains, Mampon areas, you could see 17-year-olds, 18-year-olds, 19-year-olds, apostles that had been sent down, come and preach the gospel and were dying. Some of them came with their coffins. They, yeah, they, they, they came and they knew they were coming to die, but yet they came to preach Christ. Today we've got Methodist Church. Today we've got Presbyterian Church. Today we've got EP churches. Today we've got all those people. And that time that they came, yeah, we didn't have good technology. Our roads were very bad. And yet they left Europe to come to Africa. Today, at least many of us have got asphalted roads or whatever. Better roads. Now, good communication links. Facebook, WhatsApp. We will not even send a WhatsApp link to somebody, a Facebook link to somebody about their service. That if you couldn't even convince the person to join you to come to church, just make sure that you transport the service into the person's home. On their Facebook, they've been reading your whatever, your page, I don't know what you call them. Whatever you tag them and all those things, they connect to it. So why wouldn't you connect your church service? Why didn't you connect your, your Jesus Christ unto them? We serve them with everything. We serve them with everything. Every foolish TikTok, we send it to them. And say, how did you find that TikTok? TikTok, even you come to church, instead of listening to the message, you see some of the people, even in church, and they open their WhatsApp, and they watch Instagram. They open here, sending Twitters, and reading people's Twitters. Uh, Twitter. Uh, and they read all these kinds of things. They do all these things. And yet, you, God has given you this gadget, this thing. It's a very powerful tool. You can be in your room and with this you'll be a great evangelist. I said with this you'll be a great evangelist. You see, this street preaching that we're doing, we are reaching people in various parts of the world. Yeah. I, yesterday I had people that were watching from uh, uh, Dallas, Texas. People that were watching from Oklahoma. People that were watching from Germany. People that were watching from... Yes! And they were being inspired doing street preaching. And being blessed. And as I'm preaching right now, there are many people that are watching me all around the world. And those that are watching us and listening to us are even a lot more than those of us over here. And the impact is forever on it. Every time they go onto, onto our page or whatever, they're able to get a message. And so why don't you join them? Even if you, you are not eloquent like Paul to be able to go and preach, this through this machine, your eloquency will go. Jesus will use you. Yes. Emrafuno, Omona, Omo free, Omo etna bia papa, and Unonimo, and Omo pa, a Yemo, a Bimumpo, a Pomampo, and a Srim, Omo Dinamia, some Ebrea. Your papa said, Bumumba and Ponuamukuta, Omo Fuadaka, 
No more nimsa, but no more ban, no more babe, who as soon in your night, you are phone. Some a sorry not to phone, so I bet me the Apacoma or be one if ye and some was a bio and won't end here. Not this silly Apacoma and not the Ayansakaya near Sandy Ama and Crofu Ama won't ask, right? And now in your home first war. Yamia Samna a war phone, so no. Your papa see and Radia Yapoya Abonteno and the Padotuna a share been pushed free a man on a day in a young fire phone, no, now and Yamia Samna was on the Debbie Ayam Farmer, and who bets me up and Yamia Samach and Nipa be brimpo, a sense and Kaube Kongo. Can I have an amen? Amen. So you can see, I mean, people travel. These guys have traveled and they come to help to settle, and they came to even set up very good schools that some of us got the opportunity to be able to, a privilege to be able to attend. Are here with me? It, when somebody plants a mango tree for you to eat, you must also plant some for others to eat. And so it is time for you to share Christ with somebody else. Can I have an amen? Amen. One more and a baby titi suku upon Ibia and ne a ma yemubinya kwenya yakuko sa suku nibino. So big gia mango, diaba, kuma unya biti dia. Mesrawa wonsu jiebi na odni pafu fronsu enye bi atiedi. Amen. Amen. And then Another importance of soul winning is that it fulfills the principle of gaining by trading. So you say, gaining by trading. In Luke chapter 19, verse 12 to 16, the Bible says that there was a man who went on a journey. Luke chapter 19, verse 12 to 16. And he went on a certain journey, verse 13, to receive a kingdom. And he called his ten servants and delivered them ten pounds and said unto them, Occupy till I come. Is that right? And his citizens hated him and sent a message after him saying, We will not have this man to reign over us. 15 and 16. It came to pass that when he was returned, having received the kingdom, he commanded these servants to be called unto him and to whom he had given the money that he might know how much read that part with me that he might know he called them to give account that he might know how much every man had gained by trading are you getting me so it means that every one of us god gives us our pound which is our talent he gives us a certain grace amen and that pound is a gospel and it's a gospel and it's a certain talent. And he says that he, we are going to give you, you are going to give an account of that power he gave, that talent he gave to you. How much you have gained by trading. That means that how much you have gained by usage. My grandmother would tell me that it was That means that if you have a house full of, a room full of money and you don't trade with it, the money will depreciate. The money will get finished. Are you, are you here with me? And that's the reason why the strength of every businessman is his ability to turn over his money through trading. Amen. And so, when God gives you something and you begin to use it, then as you are trading with it, 
That means that as you are utilizing that gift, as you are beginning to preach more and more, as you are beginning to share your faith more and more, then it will increase. That grace will increase. That ability will increase. That anointing will increase. So that pound there is talking about anointing. And anointing only grows by usage. If you have a lot of money and you don't trade with it, it will get finished. And to say, Say after me, the more you do God's work, the more the anointing increases. Yes. Amen. Amen. Jesus said, occupy till I come. The master said, occupy till I come. So the more, I mean, even when you, as you, you pick up metals and you are lifting a metal, the more you build up muscles. When you're cooking, the more you cook, the better you get at it. Is that right? Yeah. There are some people, when they smell food, they can tell you all the ingredients that are in the food. Some of us too, when you smell the food, you don't know what it is. Yeah. So, but why is it so? Because they have been practicing. And so the more, if you want to become anointed, let me show you one key. Don't go anywhere and say, oh, come and pour 20 gallons of oil over me and all those things. The Bible says God has given you the measure of the anointing. All you've got to do is to begin to utilize it. All you've got to do is to begin to share your faith. When I got born again, when the moment I, when I got born again, I used to go to Accra High Street over there. You know, where we have um, Barclays, Barnes, Stanchard and all those things. And go to the roadside and be preaching to the poor. I mean, I, I, I couldn't go, go and preach to any church people and all those things. So my little preaching, I'm preaching to the poor. You know, to sharpen my preaching there. Preaching to the poor, go to marketplaces. I started going to marketplaces. Then I was, I was going from bus to bus. I was doing bus preaching. I'll preach from, I'll preach from, uh, I'll go and sit on Omni bus. Those who call it Osa bus. Eh? Omni bus from Nkrumah uh, Circle to Opera Square. Yeah, Accra Central. Sometimes to Kaneshi, then I do from from circle or Accra to Tema preaching. We see we didn't come just land. We didn't just land here. I said what? We didn't just what? Uh huh. So some of you are there and said they should give me opportunity. You know that, that there's something in my heart. Take it. Tapo tapo. See about see about. Go through the meal stage by stage, and as you are doing that, you say God will be polishing you, polishing you up polishing you up, and then uh, anointing you more and more. Yes. 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 Join us in the street preaching. That, that, is, that is your best training ground. Are you here with me? When you make mistakes with the person you are preaching, nobody will notice it. 
But as you are doing that, God will be polishing you up. And will be increasing your passion. He says, I'm more passionate going to stand out there to preach to them than to preach to you. Because I am here, I'm polishing coins. I'm polishing coins. But there's at least there's a lost coin over there that I must be able to preach to. And you see, when you work at a place, and, and over a period and you start excelling, what happens to you? You are promoted. Is that not it? So if you want to be promoted spiritually, then get involved. So let's jump. Let's look at the verse 16 to 19 quickly. So it takes you to the next point that you must be a soul winner because soul winning ends you the right to kingdom promotion. Someone say kingdom promotion. Look at the verse number 16. Luke chapter 19, verse 16 to 19. And then we'll look at one more point and we're done for the day. Hallelujah. Amen. He says, the first one, you see, when the man came, he said, the first man said, Lord, your pound has gained 10 pounds. Hallelujah. Oh, may you say to the Lord that what you gave me, the talent you, have, you, you gave to me, it has increased. Can I have an amen? Amen. Yeah. Many of my schoolmates, sometimes they say that you've served God from your teenage years and now we can see a certain grace of God of, upon your life. They, you could see. They can see. And listen to me. As you are doing it, you will see God promoting you. Look at the next verse. He said, the power you gave me has gained 10. Why? Because of you. And he, the master said to him, read it with me, well, thou good servant, because thou hast been faithful in a very little, have thou authority over 10 cities. Can I have an amen? Because of the little that you were doing. You say, because of you have been faithful. Faithful means what? You have become reliable. Reliable. Give me the synonyms of faithful. Reliable. Loyal. Available. Constant. Consistent. Unchanging. Is that right? You're always there. You've, you've done this on a consistent basis. Consistent basis. Consistent basis. Every time we know when you come, we know you are in church. We know you are here. We know you are available. No excuses and things. Because of that, now we have promoted you from being a cell leader to being a minister. From being a minister to being a pastor. From being a pastor to a reverend. From being a reverend to a bishop. From being a bishop to whatever. Are you here with me? Yes. It's, it's, a, it's, it's an incremental thing as you, you begin to utilize the grace of God upon your life. But some people just they come and say, well, I think I have this. No, it's not a matter of what you think. It is the master who said you have been faithful, so be in charge over 10 cities. So what is your master God seeing about you? 
And when your master God sees something about you, whoever is your fiscal authority, listen to me, no man can ever sit on your grace. No man can ever sit on your talent. Amen. No man can ever sit on your, your, your calling. In Amen. fact, God himself will stir the heart of your boss and say, no, this person, you must make him this. This person, he, he has this grace upon his life. Can I have an amen? amen. And so that you'll be, God, when it's your time for exaltation, God will ensure that that exaltation comes. But it starts with faithfulness. It starts with your commitment. It starts with the little that you've got to do. Do it. Can I have an amen? Any work in the house of God, do it with all your heart. Are you here with me? You see? When I was at the university, I mean, I had a ministry on campus. I used to be preaching. I, I, every Sunday, I preached three times. It's not today that I started to uh, preach many times. So. Sunday, I'll preach two services on campus and then go to the, the city and the township and go and preach another message. And sometimes, I, I, some other meetings. At least three services. I remember when somebody came and said, ask me, one lady asked, did you come to the university to learn or you came to preach? I said, both. Yeah, I came to do both. And that was the truth. I came to do both. I had a dual purpose. Can I have an amen? To preach to them and make, make souls out of my, my lecturers, some of my professors, and to, to preach Christ to them. Can I have an amen? So amen. I, I, I was preaching to them. Preaching Christ. Unto them. Amen. Yeah, Papa say, say you yam yajumano was that it was sauce. Now so you have any the wabba pastoria not fair wobba bishop. Na on yamia domino e ye can say a wall so or no a toddle or to me or not or can yamia some yes and say you and watch as you. A free tetany or to me can yamia some ben pressa and quasi other bark or so cool ni be great to me beside and say ah. Now, who bears a cool is a woo baby, see, dear, and now be Kenyan Pupas and Nos in the Mia Nunyana. No, or a sandy so I didn't want no Essin and so, who go so canoe, or Yamiba Ma, who penny in a home, you may dear would you know a canapuma, now Wabo, Wabasso. I was made a prayer leader for the uh, Pentecostal Fellowship of the whole University, and for two consecutive years I was the director, prayer director. I'll just be there leading them, dawn prayers, evening prayer, whatever, night prayers, every, make sure that, that I'll organize people every evening from nine in the evening to twelve midnight. You'll never find me in my room. Praying, praying for revival in the place, not for money, not for wife. In fact, I, I never pray for a wife. That I'm praying for wife, praying for whatever, and praying for money. It was not about money, it was not about clothing. It was after souls and say, Lord, anoint us and use us in the work of the ministry over there. And as we're doing that faithfully and engaging in praise and worship and doing all those things, later my pastor got in contact with me. He saw the faithfulness and the commitment and said, No, this guy, there's something in him. Can I have an amen? And all, by the grace of God, all the ministers that I relate with and all those things, it is because of that consistency, because of that grace, because of that commitment. Because, oh, yes, 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 yes. And that's why they all relate to me. Yeah, that's why Bishop Dabu put me on his board. That's why I, I, I have that very close, you know, relationship with Bishop Ajinasari, Dr. Mason Tabilo, on all of them. It's, it's because of faithfulness. It's because of commitment. And they saw us that when writing from secondary school through university and co, it was that passion. That's why you see Bishop Saki come here. It's that friendship that we have developed, preaching Christ together over the years. That our families have become friends. <laughs> Can I have an amen? amen? So I'm telling you that as you do that, kingdom promotion will come your way. Amen. 
Even Yama said, kingdom promotion will come your way. Oh, yes, sir. Those of you who want to, you are, some of you, you, you are not getting me. You see, you are, you are in a hurry. You are in a hurry. But take time. In God's own time. He makes all things beautiful. And when God is exhibiting you, it is more glorious. Can I have an amen? amen. Can you imagine me? Look at me. Black man like me. I went into Europe and I saw just the whole church, the whole church, white. And I'm there with one. And I'm preaching and people are holding my hand. This black hand to put on their head. As I'm preaching, they are just saying this, that, and they are pushing themselves for me. You finish one meeting and when they see that you are going to another, you know, venue to go and hold a meeting, they rush there. Why? Because the little that we began to do, God was increasing it, and the people could see the grace and the anointing, and they were following the anointing. Oh, man. Yeah. Amen. It's amazing you that ministry and you see people that are crippled holding clutches. They throw the clutches away and they are working. I mean, it's, it's, it's there. No, somebody, I heard somebody was saying that it made the churches, some of them, they go and then bring some people and then they have done some deal with them. Maybe some people do it, but they are real miracles as well. And those people, they don't fake. I'm telling you, they are real miracles. Real miracles where people with 10 spines. I remember going to Ho, and here was this guy who was a medical guy. And his spine had, it was his body like this. He said, and then he got straightened. Pastor said, were you there? Remember? He twisted and guy said, oh, wow. wow. He couldn't believe it. In one of the villages, one guy came. He was like this. He, he came with a stick like this. And then as we prayed, all of a sudden, it's as if somebody was there straightening his body. His, his body started going like this. Wow. His body started going like this. Then he stood. He brought his whole family. His whole family came to the church. His whole family joined the church. And I'm, I'm telling you about real miracles. And it's because of the hand of God. Blind see, and the following day, somebody comes and says, I heard that somebody saw, and so me to have come for me to be prayed for, for me to see. And he's prayed for, and whilst we're there, it was not even a crusade. We're living to come to Accra, and this guy sees again. And what am I talking about? It is a, a grace of God. As you use the anointing, you will see the anointing working on your life. And as the anointing is working on your life, God will bless you out of that. You. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> oh. Yes, I said, I saw a bomb pie a man, Onyame, a man, and Saka, and a dear, 
Receive kingdom elevation. I said receive kingdom promotion. As you start preaching the word of God, may the power of God come upon your life. I said may the power of God come upon your life. May the glory of God come upon your life. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I said may the power of God come upon you. May you become an advisor to your teachers. Advisor in your family. May the oil of the Lord increase upon you. May the Lord wash your steps with butter. Anoint your feet with fresh oil. Fight your enemies. May you be the light of your family. From today, may you become the light of your family. The light of your institution. May the Lord let you skip for joy. May he give you a mighty promotion. In Jesus' precious name. Somebody shout a big amen. Amen. Come on, give the Lord a hand of praise. Amen. Let me just take you to my last point and I'm done. Hallelujah. Amen. There's blessing. Amen. Amen. I was telling some people, one day, where they end the year, they come and pick us with private jet to another country. To go and preach. And you get in there and you, you get to a country and then here they are. Where we are coming from. And they are meeting you at the airport with bouquet. And somebody dressed nicely and they put you in one car, security in another car, and things like that. It can only be God. We call it kingdom promotion. It, it, it is not what men do. It is what God does. But even when you receive that kingdom promotion, know that you are a man. And know that you are coming from somewhere and God has just been gracious to you so you just try to make yourself humble. And it is the humble that are lifted up. Amen. Yeah, Papa say. Ukosiye Final reason why we must preach or become so winners is, is to avoid receiving a murder charge. Avoid a murder charge is to avoid. Tell somebody, avoid a murder charge. Ezekiel chapter 3 verse 17 to 19. Sorry, uh, 17 and 18. Ezekiel chapter 3 verse 17 and 18. That's our last scripture for today. Ezekiel 3, 17 and 18. Everybody read, we say, son of man. Son of man. I've made, I've made you I've made you, I've made you a watchman unto the house of Israel. Tell somebody you are a watchman. Say you are a security man. God wants you to be in charge of somebody's life. And so he says, therefore hear the word at my mouth and give them warning from me. Are you getting me? It means that the people that I have made you in charge of, warn them for me. Verse number 18. It says, When I say unto the wicked, You shall surely die, and you give him not warning, nor speak to warn the wicked from the wicked, his wicked way to save his life. 
The same wicked man shall die in his iniquity, but his blood will I require at thy hand. So, oh, I don't know. Did you, did you, did you read that? Okay, I, I will read it. Now read it. Everybody. Let's, uh, I want to hear your voice. One, two. When I unto the wicked, thou shalt surely die, and thou givest him not warning, nor keepest to warn the wicked from the wicked way, to save his life. The same wicked man shall die in his iniquity, but his blood will I require at thy hand. Hey, hey. do you want this charge? Abraham, God says, I have made you security man over your family. And over your friends. To warn them. And that if you do not warn them. And they die in their sin. I will require their blood from you. Hey. You see, there is an active way of sinning and a passive way of sinning. We call it the sin of commission or the sin of omission. The sin of commission when you, you actively do something negative, maybe slap somebody, steal from the person, or something like that. But the sin of omission is that Bible says, whatever you know is good that you don't do it is sin. So if you have to come and help to clean the house of God, you don't do it, you are sinning. You have to give your tithe, you won't give your tithe and say, well, I mean, I met your tithe, no, soft one, you are sinning. I should pay my time for the uh, men of God to chop. That one, the sin is big, yo. Are you here with me? When you dishonor, disrespect your husband, the uh, Bible says, wife, submit. And you say, I mean, submit what? Submit to this man. This man. If you knew he's this man, you shouldn't have married. Once you you decide that this is my husband, then you've got to learn to respect and honor and be like Sarah to say, My Lord. Am I preaching something here? I, 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 know, I know some people are fighting it. 21st century women are fighting it. And, but they did say so but the men were they like doing some things too much. If you are not ready to respect, you see, relationship is about respect. If you are not ready to respect a person, then forget it. Eh? Never pity, any, never marry anybody out of pity. Are you listening to me? If you don't do miliki miku, if you know you are not ready, you are not ready. If he, he's not your type, he's not your type. If she's not your type, she's not your type. Marry your type that you like. Marry your type that you love. Marry your type that you honor. Marry your type. Are you here with me? Yes. But what is your type? You now, who are you that you say this is not my type? But well, whoever is your type, 
marry what you like. But what, whoever you marry and whatever you take, you must go by the details of the word of God. Wives submit and husbands also love. So you two you don't say, and she's like this and this, I will not love. You have a greater propensity to sin when you marry because you have an additional word of God to follow that husband, you must love sacrificially and wife, you must also submit. So if you are not ready to obey this, then don't enter into it at all. Stay single so that you don't add to your sins because already your sins are there. What a shock. What a shock. Yeah, Papa say, say, what a man, say, yeah, my Nanya <laughs> Somebody give God a hand of prayer. <laughs> You see, on a more serious note, the Lord says that I have made you a security man. So everybody is a security person for your family. I, I, I listen to me. You've got to watch over your mother's life, over your father's life, and pray for them and ensure that they come to know Jesus. You see, it is never by accident that you, you got saved. Are you here with me? When I got saved, I got, got hold of my little brother who was about 10 years old. You know, and preach to him and lay hands on him for him to speak in tongues. Pray Holy Ghost. That's it. Yeah, we have to deal with that thing. So make sure that your family members come to know Jesus. They are your first. That they are your Jerusalem. Are you here with me? They are your Jerusalem. So preach to them. People around you, anybody that comes around you, be somebody who is a security man to warn them that there's a heaven to have. A go to and a hell to avoid. You, di you didn't hear me. Uh, Listen, see, many of us, eh, we have forgotten the fact that there's an eternity. Every day, the moment you are born, you are beginning to die. You are getting to the end of your life. Every day, the clock is cha, 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 your life. Your breathing, your system, your organs, everything is changing. Things are depreciating. Some of you, when you look at your faces now, you can see some of you are getting gray at some corners. And your face is changing. It means that depreciation has begun. And so this is a time to put in your best. Because a day will come when you breathe your last. 
your hands will be folded in front of you. You stop seeing. You stop breathing. You stop talking. All you could have done, you have finished doing it. But before you finish doing that thing, before you, you get into that state, make sure that you have done your best. That the Lord will say, thou good and faithful servant, come down into my abode. And that you warn the people. You preach to the people. You share Christ with the people. I hear with me. That's why I preach passionately like that. Preach Christ to them. Tell them about Jesus Christ. Don't compromise your stand. Let your family members know that you are a Christian. You don't drink. You don't smoke. You don't do corner side. You don't do kanchema. You don't do side chick. You don't do slay girl and slay queen and slay whatever. I don't know where that nonsense came from. And there, there are people out there hyping them on, on social media and you have time to follow all those foolish girls. Whoever the car face, let them wear it. Have you mentioned anybody's name? Amen. But you don't have to give credence to all those foolish things. Rather, if you know some of them, preach to them and say, you need to be born again. The word that you are telling them is a seed that will enter into them and they will get changed. Amen. Sometimes you say some things to people and they rubbish you. Oh, go on my mind. But when they go and put their heads on their pillow, they will think. Say something to somebody that when they go and put their heads on their pillow, they will think. So that you will not put... Eh? We have a lawyer here. And ask him, it's not an easy thing when you are put in a box and you are being charged for murder. When you are being charged for murder, it means that by the law of Ghana, there's a possibility that you are going to life imprisonment and possibly depending on the degree of how the murder took place, you, are, you can even lose your own life. Are you here with me? And so you should, God should not put you in a box where one day God will say, I am charging you with a murder. He said, God, who did I kill? He said, but that sister that you are friends with, you never preach to that neighbor. You've been eating with that person all the time. You gossip about the church. You've talked about everything, but you never told the person about Jesus Christ. You never prayed for your children. You never told them about Jesus. You never bought them a book relating to the things of God. But you bought them all the toys. You bought them all the toys. You took them for holidays. You said, Daddy, I love you. But you never knelt down and fasted and interceded for your father's salvation. So because of that, there's a murder charge on you. You have been charged for the soul of that person. But may the Lord help us. Amen. May the Lord help us. Amen. That nobody's blood will be required from us. Amen. And that is why you must preach. That is why you must do street preaching. That's why you must do house-to-house -house preaching. That's why you on the aeroplane, you must preach. That's why on the bus, you must preach. That's why you must preach on the trotter. Because every soul that you see, anybody you see is a soul. And that soul is either going to heaven or going to hell. And you must help the person that their, their lives are directed to go to heaven. And that's why Jesus said, I'm the way, I'm the truth, and I'm the life. No one goes to the Father except through me. And how would they go to the Father? You must direct them to Jesus. And when you direct them to Jesus, they will be saved and they'll have eternal life. And you will avoid the murder charge, but rather you'll get a blessing where they will say, Thou good and faithful servant, and you receive kingdom promotion. And kingdom promotion always goes with material promotion as well. May you be blessed and have a wonderful week. Amen. Amen. Young Papa say, Only Papa, a bra, ya woo pet. Now, what's that?
ewu etada yebe hu se yenyi ne nyina na wanim esesa bedi ba bi kura na grey hair so eba wutim eno e chrese wunyi na wuwu eba ebedi ba bi kura na yaka wonsa aguobo na ohume to etcha na chese awiye no apa eti sa prayer ya tiati no yamo ya humodia se obi bia ne ne bechi ya nyame adwuma ye ni aka nyankopon asano eye na ye misa lawyer sese ye de wujina adakam na ye bo kwadu ese wo wakumu nipa aso aso che ne bi etimi ya life imprisonment ye bi wo okra wo de wo nkwa etwa so eti ma ye nyame asam kire ye busua obi wo okra ne ba ne papa on kanyankopon asam no enchre no nyankopon edisa owuo kwadu ne bo na bisa se aden a obeka se wo ba no ana wo nua no papa no won kanyame asam anche no won ko akwonchini mu ne mpai bo mu kra anye ne kra enti ye kanyankopon asam na ye nyi ye ho enfri sa kwadu bo no a emu na nyankopon ede ho enchre no ebemma ye nyame nhira obebre me we stand to our feet Jesus is the sweetest name I know. <clears throat> He's always just the same. Bless His holy name. That's the reason why I love Him so, so much. Jesus is the sweetest name I know. So Jesus, Jesus is the sweetest name I know. Make it bigger, make it bigger on the screen. It's always just the same. Bless, bless His holy name. Somebody help him, somebody help him out there. Jesus is the sweetest name I know. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, as a Jesus. Say, I love that name. I love that name. I love that name. I love that name. Say, it's always just the same. 
so wonderful God's love is so promotion as I serve you. Let your grace abound upon me. Let me gain by trading the power that you have given me, the gospel you have given me, the talent you have given me, the commission in me. Help me to be a Help me to be a faithful child of yours in the name of the Lord Jesus. Just in a minute, talk to God right now. Talk to the Lord. Oh yes, Lord, Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. Lord, touch us and anoint us and use us. Oh, we give you all the thanks. We pray your presence, Lord. Come and have your own way. Come and have your own way. In the name of Jesus, we don't go on coming in fullness of this morning. In the name of the Lord, we pray your touch, O Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. You are here and say, Preacher, I want Jesus to be my Lord and my Savior. I want him to be the king of my life. I want to surrender my all to him. Raise your right hand wherever you are so I can pray with you. God bless you. You don't want to go to hell. Don't stop the person from raising a hand. God bless you. God bless you. Yes, come to me. If you lift your hand, come to me. Come to me. I saw another hand over there. Come. Come to Jesus. You are the reason why we are here. Come to Jesus. At the back there, come. Join them. Join them. Join them. Join them. Join them. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. What we say, Jesus said, whoever comes to me, I will know why I cast away. I write their name in the book of life. And let's all join our, these are brethren here to pray this prayer together as we all lift our hands together say, Heavenly Father. Can, we, can you lift your hand say, if you don't mind, say, Heavenly Father. I come to you. I come to you. Just as I am. Just as I am. I recognize the fact that I am a sinner. I am a sinner. I cannot save myself. I cannot save myself. But you sent your son Jesus to die on the cross for my sin. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be my king. Be my Lord. Be my master. From today, I commit my life totally unto you. Amen. Father, thank you for 
for these precious ones. I pray that they'll be planted in your house and flourish in your court. Let your grace abound up over their lives. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Come on, give the Lord a hand. Amen. Want you to know that we love you. And you are the best thing that ever happened to us today. And the decision you have taken, heaven is rejoicing over you. And we need you to be planted in the house of God. Every Sunday, come here. Seven in the morning. And Wednesday evening, seven. In, and we are going to have a great time. I want to be your pastor and your spiritual father. And God is going to bless you. Amen. Amen.